Entrepreneur on Fire 524. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Business apps makes it easy to create and manage hundreds of custom mobile apps in minutes with an intuitive drag and drop interface, no coding required. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps.com to learn more. Selection, speed, and creativity are just a few of the benefits of having several designers work on your design project instead of just one. Start your next graphic design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Philip Taylor. PT, are you prepared to ignite? Totally ready. Let's do it. PT is a CPA, husband, and father of three. He created ptmoney.com back in 2007 and founded FinCon, an annual conference for financial media back in 2011. He got rid of debt, learned to live lean, saved his money, and eventually left his unsatisfying corporate career to pursue his entrepreneurial ventures full-time. I've given our listeners just a little overview, PT. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Thanks, John. Uh, so, so glad to be here, man. Yeah. Um, a little bit about me. I'm uh, just a regular guy from a small town in Louisiana. Grew up there with a, a dad who's a CPA, a mom who's an educator and a writer. You know, I, uh, growing up, I didn't want to do either. <laughs> I sort of tried to reject <laughs> both, um, but ended up in accounting and eventually earning my CPA um, and moving out to the Dallas Metroplex area. Spent some time in public accounting with uh, some companies doing some corporate finance as well, but you know, never really completely felt satisfied. Um, and then in 2004, my life changed. Um, I started finding these personal finance blogs online and uh, started consuming as much of them as I could. And getting married in '06 certainly helped to intensify, you know, that passion for that subject. Uh, just eating up all the personal finance information I could. <laughs> um, and until, you know, one day in early 2007, I decided that it was time to quit consuming and start creating and start taking some of that knowledge I had and applying my own spin and voice on it. And that's when I started ptmoney.com, a uh, personal finance blog, which was sort of one part um, me about me and my experience, both successes and failures with money. But um, also, you know, tips for others and advice for readers. And it was a fun adventure. It was something I did at nights on the nights and weekends. Um, I found a little community of, of followers as well as other bloggers who really like to do the same thing. And that's where I really connected. Um, and I even started a podcast called the Part Time Money Podcast, yes. where I focused on uh, on people who are building businesses or making money on the side as a way to help their financial situation. Um, and then that led me to 2010, where you know, I took that business full time, uh, still sort of living a dream doing that. But uh, with AdSense and affiliate marketing, I've been able to do that, go full time with PT Money and uh, struggled for, you know, a few years doing that. But with the help of, uh, you know, I found a consultant with a, within the affiliate marketing space that really helped me figure things out and eventually made it work. And then uh, as that business got going, I decided to ramp up another one. So that's when I started the FinCon in 2011. What what was really just an idea to get together members of the personal finance blogging community turned into this full-blown conference. 
And so since that point, I've been running uh, both businesses. You know, obviously, there's ups and downs with this experience, but uh, it's fun, and I'm fully supporting my family now with it, and I get a lot to travel a lot and meet a lot of new people and, and experience a lot of things. So it's, it's been a blast. Well, PT, there are ups and downs with every entrepreneurial journey. And I'm really excited to have you on today because you have such an amazing entrepreneurial journey that we get to spotlight. But before we really do dive into that, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. My success quote comes from Gary Vee. Uh, he puts a lot of good stuff out there. But back in 2008, he shared a video online. Uh, where he was answering one of his readers who was questioning whether he could start something, uh, a business of his own, while he had a full-time job. And Gary's answer was, you can do both. You know, it all comes down to Hustle 2.0. That's what he said. I don't know exactly what Hustle 2.0 means, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that really resonated with me. Because at the time, I, I was just starting uh, PT Money, and I was doing it on nights and weekends, you know, with my free time. And so he was really preaching to the choir uh, with that comment, it really encouraged me and inspired me to continue building um, the, the idea of PT Money. And, uh, and it, you know, it just really resonated with me. Gary Vee's an inspiring guy. We've been honored to have him as a guest not once, but twice here on Entrepreneur on Fire, most recently for his phenomenal book, Jab, 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 Right Hook, which is 86 different look-ins at different marketing strategies on all the social media channels. So really cool stuff. And John, I've been really been able to apply that uh, mantra to my life, specifically um, when I went full-time in 2010. You know, I just didn't wait for PT Money to be my everything, my sole focus and, and provide everything for me and my family. You know, I took to freelance writing on the side and consulting uh, for a big bank. I also did tax returns for my dad on the side. And uh, when PT Money finally took off, you know, I, I devoted myself to my nights and weekends to FinCon and growing that. And still to this day, I still keep that kind of hustle 2.0 mentality always looking for something new, you know, with nights and weekends time to try to build something even greater. Hustle 2.0. I think if Gary Vee doesn't coin it quick, I might've found the title of my next book. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, PT. And I really want to now focus on you, on your entrepreneurial journey. Obviously you've had some great successes. FinCon is an amazing conference. Everybody raves about it. You just had your third FinCon this past year in 2013. Am I right? Mm -hmm. And many more are to come. Obviously, you've had success with ptmoney.com, but PT, you know it, I know it, Fire Nation knows it. We don't just turn that ignition and go from success to success to success. There's failures intermixed. Oftentimes, our journeys start with failure. So tell us a story, PT. Take us down to the ground level. We want to know of a time that you failed and the lessons you learned. Probably the one that stands out the most to me is back in 2011, the spring there, when I thought I'd finally made it with PT Money. It was full-time. I was a full-time blogger, you know, and uh, then Google just slammed me. Oh. Uh, I got hit with the Panda algorithm, and um, they're, they're, cha they're changed that. In my opinion, I was collateral damage, but <laughs> who knows what was really behind it. Um, uh, it certainly inspired me to, to create a, a better web, but, but you know, I lost 75% of my uh, Google traffic overnight, Ouch. you know, and my business was heavily dependent on that. And so for six months, I endured that sort of flatline uh, stat of, of Google not sending, you know, folks to my site. And so here I was, you know, before that point, I had made it. Um, we were we had just had our second baby, 
And I was now launching the second business in FinCon that I knew wasn't really going to pay off initially. So I was investing a lot of time and energy and money into this thing you know, that wasn't going to pay off. And so here I was, my big cash cow, PT Money, had sort of flatlined on me. Um, so it was certainly a, a low point for me in my, uh, in my in- initial journey. Um, you know, and literally, you know, um, I got depressed about it, you know, I was scared about, you know, about this whole thing. Um, my wife can attest it was kind of a grumpy period for me. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, but I just kind of kept going. And luckily we were in a good financial point to, to make it through that time. And, and literally a week after I ended up having FinCon, my site ba- bounced back. So Google gave me all my traffic back, um, a week after the conference. And, Eventually, and then 2012, I ended up making you know more money with PT Money than I never made before, and more money I've ever made in my life. So it was uh, a huge comeback. But an ironic twist, you know, the conference itself didn't even make hardly it it didn't make much that year at all. But I'm convinced that it was it was the branded links that I received uh, coming back from that community of bloggers and financial media. Uh, that was enough to sort of springboard me out of that panda trap. Wow. And, uh, it was the indirect value of this bigger business idea, this new risky idea, I think, that saved me. And so certainly there's a lot of lessons um, in that, and I could dive into them if you want. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, there's a lot of lessons. And PT, after hanging out with you in person very recently at New Media Expo in Vegas in January, I can't personally picture a grumpy PT. So if you were, I'm going to have to take your word for it. I just don't picture it. But you know what I'm kind of getting out of this PT is, and again, this is, I would love to get your feedback on this as well. But you know, I hear Pat Flynn talk about this. I'm in the same boat that you know, we don't want to have our businesses rely on necessarily outside external forces, like having Google being able to wake up and saying, I'm taking all your traffic away or some other external force, you know, coming down and, and this and that. But of course, we live in a world where we're always, no matter what we do, going to have external forces. So there's no way to ever totally escape that. But talk to Fire Nation about some of those lessons that you did learn, PT, and what now maybe your perspective might be on reliance as far as Google and search engines in general. You hit it on the head, exactly. I mean, that's my first lesson is that you can't depend uh, on something else too much for the success of your business. And even uh, MJ DeMarco makes that one of his really strong bullet points in his uh, Millionaire Fastlane book. And I think I was actually reading that book at the same time I was going through this. So <laughs> it's really, really sort of, you know, staring me back in the face. But uh, um, yeah, so, you know, I was far too dependent on Google or the, even the merchants, affiliate merchants that I was working with. And uh, still PT Money to this day is, is somewhat still too dependent on those things. But at the same time, you know, I was lucky enough to be starting another business that wasn't. You know, and uh, and that's sort of been the success for me is that uh, even though I didn't with PT Money itself create, turn that business model around to be something that was less dependent, I've created a second business now that's uh, less dependent on that. So, um, you know, when you're in that position, you're out of, you know, things are out of your control like that, you know, you're at more risk. So I would certainly, you know, advise folks to look for ways to uh, either lessen that risk or start another business that might help sort of balance out that risk. Um, another lesson, a huge lesson I learned was, uh, even when you think you've made it, you know, don't suppress those big ideas that may come along because of lack of time or energy. I mean, thinking of FinCon in 2011, I mean, I could have said, PT money's doing great. Why do I need to start something else? 
I could have just rested on those laurels. But I, I took action on that passion, that energy, and that excitement for that new business idea. Um, and then my last lesson is a huge one for me is, is, is you can never be too prepared financially. So even though I was going through that tough time, my wife and I had really low expenses. Uh, we had no debt at that time. And, uh, you know, we had a big savings cushion. So having our financial scene fixed before that time certainly helped us to get through that a little easier and kept me in the game longer. PT, three amazing lessons. I know Fire Nation is going to go back and re-listen to those because each one needs to be applied at every juncture of our entrepreneurial journeys. And PT, boil it down for us, for Fire Nation, just one takeaway of all these golden nuggets you shared that you want us to walk away with above all else. One takeaway, I would just go back to the financial thing. You know, you can never be too prepared financially. Uh, so, so get your financial house in order, and then you can make a lot of decisions uh, about your entrepreneurial dreams and future. And uh, as you're sort of navigating those waters, it'll be, uh, it'll be a little easier for you. So PT, you shared an amazing story, a failure, an obstacle, a challenge that you faced head on and you overcame through hard work, through diligence, and through keeping your head on straight. So let's go to the other end of the spectrum now, but let's keep that same theme of telling great stories, really taking us there with you. What's an aha moment you've had, a light bulb that went off at some point that you said, wow, this resonates with me, PT. And take us through the steps, PT, that you took to turn that idea, that aha moment, into success. By far the biggest aha aha moment I've had in my life has certainly been FinCon and the idea of bringing the personal finance blogging community together under one roof. So PT, we're going to talk about that and let's go back to the moment you actually can remember having that aha moment for FinCon because I think that'd be fascinating. So I remember in February of 2011, I was sitting, I was laying down in my bed and thinking about all uh, the success I've had with PT Money and certainly going to different conferences, conferences like Affiliate Summit right. and WordCamps and, um, and Blog World Expos and, and meeting some of the other personal finance bloggers that were out there. And something unique about personal finance bloggers that maybe people may not realize is that um, most at least in some way started out semi-anonymous or some still may be anonymous uh, because they're sharing their financial details online. Right. So, um, so getting to connect face-to-face with another blogger uh, and really seeing this person in, in real time, uh, there's, a, there's a sort of a magical quality to it. You know, you're the people online sort of secretly sharing your personal finance information with the world. And, you can say, I can't believe you spend that much money in rent. <laughs> right, right. And now you can you know, meet and see and, and touch and feel this person. So to me, more so than any other niche out there, the, blog, the financial blogging community sort of has a, a, a special magical quality with, in terms of getting together. And so I'd gone to these other conferences and certainly enjoyed meeting these people and just for the longest time had had this itch and burning passion to uh, see everyone all together in one space. And then 2011 rolls around. I've had success with PT Money, so I'm more confident in my future and thinking, okay, now's the time to step out and make this other idea happen. And uh, I remember just sitting in bed and talking to my wife about it and uh, just sort of churning on the idea. Uh, She says, Let's do it. You know, that's a great idea. Go do it. You know, you need to do it. Now go to sleep. <laughs> and I, <laughs> You're like, I, I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> and that's when I pretty much got up and went to my computer and started like building out the website and, you know, sort of drawing up the plans for it. Um, so that was kind of uh, the impetus for it all. 
So what were some things about creating a conference that surprised you as, you know, you create the website, I mean, those initial ideas, those are the easy things, but then the actual implementation, what were some surprising things that you found along the way? Yeah, yeah. I was surprised at how effective um, partnering with the true influencers in the community was. Right. Uh, I knew, I sort of knew I, I wanted to have certain people at the event and I wanted to have my closest blogging buddies and people who wanted to learn from, of course. Uh, but I didn't realize the power of having influencers there. And one thing I did early on was to connect with some of the big, uh, big players in the community and reach out to them and, and uh, partner with them, you know, and make it worthwhile for them to be at FinCon. Um, and so I reached out to guys like, uh, like uh, J.D. Roth, who writes at Get Rich Slowly, uh, Pat Flynn, who, early, who was sort of in early stage at that time, but I was really eating up a lot of the stuff he was doing. And uh, wanted him to be a part of the conference, and so that those partnerships early on, when I showed the the rest of the potential attendees who was going to be there, who was going to be at the conference to speak, um, that that was surprisingly far more effective than I thought it was going to be. Um, so that that was one thing, and and another thing was uh, email marketing. You know, I'd really never been that successful with email marketing before that time, even at PT Money. But uh, capturing those leads um, and the people who might be interested in that conference over email was far power was really powerful, and it really taught me how to use email effectively for the first time. One thing that I love is how instrumental that you have been in so many entrepreneurs' journey, just with the creation of FinCon. And you know, somebody that you brought up was actually a close friend of mine, so I can definitely speak um, with authority on this subject. Is Pat Flynn who? always points to you and to FinCon in general as the conference that gave him the confidence and the desire to really get out and speak and share his journey and really have confidence to to really be a, a leader of a tribe. In fact, you know, where he just spoke this January New Media Expo to an overpacked room to such great ovation that he was given next year's keynotes at New Media Expo. And I know he speaks, you know, at your conference as well at FinCon and has great success there as well. And it's just great to see how, you know, there you are, PT, laying in bed, having an aha moment. And that moment then ripple effects and has such impact and such power on so many people's lives. That's awesome. And you're right. An event does that. And, and, and an opportunity to bring people together does that. And, and uh, I'm so blessed to have uh, acted on it and to have thought about it and, and certainly uh, indebted to a community of people and influencers like Pat to have participated early, early on to make it what it is. Fire Nation, you're laying in bed tonight. Maybe it's next week. Maybe it's a month from now and you have an idea. Don't just shrug it off. That idea could turn into an amazing ripple effect like FinCon has become, like Entrepreneur on Fire has become, which was an aha moment that I had PT while I was stuck in traffic one day running out of podcasts because my good friend Pat Flynn was only coming out with one every two weeks. And I said, there needs to be a seven day a week podcast. I'm going to create it. So it's just never underestimate an aha moment, never underestimate an idea. And PT, you've had many. But what's your proudest entrepreneurial moment? I would say that first FinCon, when, when the whole personal finance blogging community came together under one roof and just seeing everyone and seeing the conversations that happened. And uh, regardless of what I made financially off of that conference, um, the, uh, the powerful effect of that community all finally coming together face to face certainly was the, the 
highlight of my entrepreneurial career to this point. And uh, I was certainly proud of that moment, proud of our community as well for um, what they had done. And then I could see the future of it. And it was just a, it was a great moment. Mm. Well, congratulations, PT, and well-earned for sure. And let's bring things to present times. Let's talk about today, PT, because you're still going to have these grandiose ideas. You've learned that that is the power behind every successful entrepreneur's journey is continue to push yourself, continue to get outside of your comfort zone. So what's something right now, PT, that just has you fired up? Certainly the next uh, conference always fires me up, but I'm going to pick something different and, um, and that's the idea of my first book. I've uh, been a blogger for a long time, but uh, coming out with a, a book this year. And uh, it's going to be taking the the, uh, the case studies from my part-time money podcast and uh, taking that along with my own entrepreneurial story um, and, and sort of my own takeaways from my own adventure and putting that into a book called The Part-Time Entrepreneur. Um, so I'm excited about that book idea. I think uh, it's in some ways it's already written. Uh, I just need to get it on paper, <laughs> and uh, and I think it will be uh, a, a sort of a great end cap to the podcast that I did, which I'm not doing much anymore. But uh, it'll be an end cap to that, as well as sort of a, a segue to uh, what I'm doing with FinCon, and love to get that books in the hands of everyone that's an attendee and everyone that dreams of being. Uh, an entrepreneur, but may have to start off on a, on a part-time level like I did, you know? Well, PT, I think I speak for everyone when I say it's about time. This book that is inside your head definitely needs to be shared with the world. Just like the ripple effect of FinCon, this book is going to have a massive ripple effect around the world. And PT, I've done over 500 now in 27 interviews of other entrepreneurs, and only seven of those interviews have been with repeat guests because I really look to bring on a different story, a different entrepreneur every single show. But let me tell you, when your book goes live and we go through that launch sequence, come back on Entrepreneur on Fire so we can have Fire Nation support you in that launch. Wow. John, thanks so much. I'll do, I'll do it. More motivation to get the book done. Booyah. So PT, before we dive into the lightning round, let's thank our sponsors. There are a ton of important things that go into launching your own business. And guess what? Being an entrepreneur means that you're in charge of all of them. Having this responsibility means there are several areas where you can easily get caught up in the minute details that really shouldn't be holding you back from launching. Design projects are just one example. I'm not saying your logo or website design aren't important. They definitely are. But these are the types of projects many entrepreneurs use as excuses for delaying their launch. You can upgrade, tweak, or revise your design at any time. Believe me, I revised Entrepreneur on Fire's logo six times since my launch. Translation, stop using design as your excuse for not launching. There's never going to be a better time to start than right now. The best part is it only takes a week at 99designs. All you have to do is visit 99designs.com slash fire and you'll get a $99 power pack of services for free. Have you ever thought about starting your own mobile app business? Let me guess. Your answer is yes, but you don't think it's possible. The reasons why are many, including the fact that you don't know anything about programming. Well, I must say, having someone create the Entrepreneur on Fire app was a huge win for our business. I only wish we could have found someone to create it for us sooner. 
It not only let Fire Nation know that we cared about their needs and wants, it also made it a lot easier to listen to our episodes from anywhere. Am I right? If you're interested in doing the same for other businesses, then I invite you to check out Business Apps. Business Apps has created a white label platform to create and manage custom mobile apps along with all the marketing materials and support you need. No wonder they call it a mobile app reseller company in a box. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps.com to learn more. So PT, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I had a hard time with this one. I, I, uh, I thought long, long and hard about it. And I, I think it was really my single-minded uh, obligation to like this scripted or safe life that I had written for myself. Um, and, and it wasn't a, you know, I don't consider that a bad thing. You know, I'd studied hard, I got the good grades, got good jobs, passed the CPA, got the cushy corporate jobs and income. So I was so far down that road, you know, and uh, in some ways I didn't think I could have both, but I was wrong. And I eventually discovered that. PT, what's the best advice you've ever received? This is a tough one too, but uh, <laughs> recently. <laughs> I only asked a tough question, PT. Hello. <laughs> Uh, some great advice I heard recently, probably the best in the, in the last year, certainly with my businesses, is to, uh, is to never, you never, that, that you never get a second chance to make a first impression. And Pat Flynn taught me that. And uh, I'm, a cheap, I'm a pretty cheap guy, believe it or not, being a CPA <laughs> and a money blogger. Um, but uh, for a frugal, long time, I bought, frugal guy. Yeah, I'm a frugal, yes, frugal guy. For a long time, you know, I relied on uh, you know the basics with my businesses uh, and how I presented myself online, relying more on the substance of my business versus the style, you know. And uh, Pat's message recently at FinCon last year was certainly a wake up call to to maybe spend a little more time and energy on uh, on making my business look successful as well. And so uh, I'm going to be implementing some things, and I already have with the recent FinCon registration launch, and I think it's. Uh, it's a better look and a better approach to uh, presenting my business. Nice. You know, sometimes you have to spend money to make money. And sometimes that spending money, PT, can be investing in yourself, which is oftentimes the best investment anybody can make. And PT, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Um. It probably have to be my daily dose of uh, Pepsi Next. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your daily dose of Entrepreneur on Fire for a second. <laughs> well, besides that. No. I'm teasing. Uh, no, seriously, uh, it would certainly have to be my discipline with regard to my personal finances. You know, financial freedom uh, has been huge for my huge. success entrepreneurially. Yep. And it's, uh, it's not about how much I make. It's about how well I live within, you know, the means that I'm given. And um, if I hadn't fixed my finances early on, you know, I, I couldn't have made a lot of the choices I made or it would have, been, it would have just been a, that much more difficult of a path. So, Peachy, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I love old, the old reader. So I was disappointed that Google's reader went away. And uh, <laughs> I, love, I still love an RSS reader. And theoldreader.com mimics exactly what you saw with Google Reader and sort of, I guess, some sort of a creature of habit. I love that. And it helps me stay informed with what's going on with my community. And uh, it looks like Google Reader just came out or the old reader just came out with a, uh, a premium feature as well. So 
hopefully that means they'll stick around a while. Nice. Well, Fire Nation, you can find links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Philip Taylor. And PT, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? It's got to be uh, Chris Ducker's Virtual Freedom that's coming out in a month. Uh, I got an advanced copy and I love it. Um, I was a big fan of Four Hour Work Week and The E Myth, both huge books for me. And Chris sort of puts those concepts uh, together for me and puts some real detail down on paper for me to follow. So I love that about it. Well, you know what's fascinating is that five days ago from when this is published, PT. Chris Ducker came on Entrepreneur on Fire. He was one of my seven repeat guests to talk about virtual freedom. So on March 24th, check out that Entrepreneur on Fire interview with Chris Ducker about virtual freedom. It is a powerful interview and it is a powerful book. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And PT, This next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I've really fallen in love with the event business. Um, I, I was an event planner um, early on in, in my life. Uh, I helped my wife plan our wedding, but that was about it. Yes. And, uh, and so... And you still got married? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, uh, but, but yeah, so something along those lines, I, w- I would probably seek to create a, uh, a media company first that, that could then um, use, the, use the event to come back to. So um, create a, you know, some type of media company, whether that be... Um, a site that covers uh, a particular topic or a particular community that's around a topic and then look to serve that community with uh, online services and products as well as an offline event that uh, we could bring everyone together and and connect people. Because I think as the more we get online, there's more, far more power in the offline event and and the real-time event. And uh, that's, that's a business I'm not scared to, to delve in. A lot of people, Maybe. And so that kind of gives me the cutting edge, I guess. And so I think something around those lines. Well, PT, I've loved your journey. I loved you sharing your failure, your aha moment, the actions you took, the steps you took. Your vision for the future is really inspiring on so many levels. Let's end by you giving Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. I would just say, you know, don't, I've, I've mentioned being a part time entrepreneur and you know, I don't want there to be a stigma, a negative stigma around that. You know, I mean, don't be afraid to be that person, that person that uses their nights and weekends to build something. You may not be full time yet, uh, but don't be afraid to be that person who who sticks that out a long time. You know, it it took me three years, you know, to get to the point where I could say finally full time, and still to this day, I have to have two businesses to really support myself. So, you know, don't be afraid to be that person who who's a hustler, um, who's out there figuring out whatever way he can or he or she can to make it happen. You can reach me at ptmoney.com or at ptmoney on Twitter. And then also with FinCon, you can head to finconexpo.com and reach me there on Twitter as well at FinCon. 
Well, PT, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about, your contact information, resources, books at eofire.com. Type in Philip Taylor in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. PT, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation. Rike is an all-in-one collaboration and project management app that makes managing tasks much more efficient and streamlined. It cuts down on some of the daily routine that consumes your time, such as asking for updates, reminding of deadlines, and keeping everyone in sync. Visit Rike.com slash fire to start a free 30-day premium subscription of Rike and get more things done together with your team. That's $199 value for free. W-R-I-K-E dot com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 